You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, what up, what up, real coach JB here man for another slap dick podcast, titled Big Fish Eat Little Fish. Hey, quote of the day, man. This is just my own quote. I'm going to leave it real short, sweet, and simple. This is a short show today. Got a new sponsor in the house. Quote of the day. It's easy to be average. Just take that for what it is and go fucking turn it over and figure out what it means. It's easy to be average. Now, go turn that shit in and figure out what is what is it to be uh, different. It's pretty hard to be different. It's easy to be average. Fucking everybody's doing it. Everybody wants it. Everybody expects it. Everybody's fucking enabled nowadays. Everybody fucking wants the handout. Everybody's entitled. And uh, everybody wants something for free, man. It's fucking easy to be average. Let's get into these hot topics, man. Um, I got an issue. ESPN's on right now. I'm, I'm real... Close to just posting a video I created. They got Ryan Clark, who's a fucking fraud. Stephen A. Smith, who don't know shit about L.A. Max Kellerman, who lived in L.A. for six years and Marcellus Wiley's carried his ass. And Molly Quorum Rose, who I don't have no problem with. She can't handle the fucking three dudes on the show, though, right? She can't fucking shut the fuck up. She cannot get them dudes to shut the fuck up. So... It looks bad on TV to me. Um, and they have no respect for the lady. I'm just telling you. And ESPN does nothing about it. But having said that, why the fuck is Ryan Clark on a show with four people that know nothing about L.A., including himself, to talk about what the Lakers and the Dodgers mean to L.A.? Why the fuck you don't have Marcellus Wiley on there? Why the fuck you don't have... Magic Johnson on there, who ain't even from L.A., but he's been here his whole life. Why don't you have, like, fucking Ice Cube on that motherfucker? Like, why don't you have Snoop? Why don't you have dudes that know what L.A. means? Why don't you have dudes that talk about how the Lakers and the Dodgers, what they literally and actually do for a town like L.A., who has so much, the most bums in America... We have the most bums in America. For a place of 50 million people, we have fucking more bums than anywhere in America. Does Ryan Clark, Max Kellerman, fucking Molly Quorum, and Stephen A. have any fucking idea? Stephen A. not only slapped every fucking Angelino in the face just now, he says, oh, I got a lot of ventures going on, so I'll be spending a lot more time in L.A. Motherfucker. Don't go down the wrong street with your East Coast ass. Take your guys' fucking asses back. Ryan Clark wears a suit. He, he, he answers to the man. Me and him had a little Twitter beef last year. You know, that motherfucker wants to talk shit about other people's jobs, but then he can't admit his own faults. I'll admit my faults, motherfucker. Can you admit yours? 
It's a joke. Big fish eat little fish. Hey, they're always going to be, hey, big fish eat little fish, dog. They they ate me. They know what the fuck it is. They're, they're on ESPN. You guys are going to listen to them over me. Big fish eat little fish. That's the title of this show because I'm going to get into it. I, I post a deal about L.A. last night, City of Champions. I think we like second or third city uh, with the most championships of all sports combined. I think New York won. A lot of those were Dodgers, but they're Brooklyn. Um, but they were in New York. So New York has the most. I think L.A. second or third. Uh, Boston and New York. So it's New York, Boston, and L.A. I think those are the three in some order, right? Um, but we're still city of champions, man. And I don't know if they count like colleges cause then we're number one. Cause UCLA has the most national championships of all sports combined of any college in the country. Right. So, and I don't know if they're counting USC's 11 national championships either. So if you really want to talk about total champions, I think LA is the best, uh, as far as the most championships of all sports, but we're talking professional sports, some dude goes on there and you always got these fucking haters that come on your fucking timelines and they all want to talk and be heard. And this motherfucker comes on and says, yeah, best money could buy. No shit. I didn't know the Yankees were playing with fucking Monopoly money, dog. I didn't know Boston was playing with shit money. I didn't know that this was a fucking... We feel sorry because you got. We have more money than you. Big fish eat little fish. Who gets the number one five star player? Alabama, Clemson, or fucking Idaho State? Big fish eat little fish. Why? What are you? What are you crying to me about? Your 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 statement makes no has no relevance to this. Big fish eat little fish. Big money takes little money. Big bank take little bank. Scared money don't make money. I can say it a million ways, but the bottom line is when big fish is out, are out there, they're going to eat the little fish, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. You can bitch and moan all you want. So Houston had a great payroll, too. They won two. They cheated two World Series and had a big payroll. Why aren't you talking about them? Motherfuckers just want to talk, dog. It's fucking unbelievable. Anyway, like I said, the quote of the day, it's easy to be average. Dodgers win the World Series in six. They literally dominated the series. Should have been a could have been a sweep, arguably. They lost one game three uh, or game two by uh, I think four six to four. Um, the Dodgers won eight to three. Uh, I think eight to three again. They blew the fucking shit out of the game. The other day, which they should have been, it should have been a four-one gentleman sweep, but shoulda woulda couldas, right? My auntie had balls; she'd be my uncle. So there is no shoulda couldas. Um, they should have had four motherfuckers from L.A. on ESPN instead of fucking Ryan Clark, Molly Quorum, Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, right? But it is what it is. So they won a World Series without Jansen or Kershaw having to throw a ball. And I don't know if that would have been good, bad, or, or indifferent. The big news is Tampa pulled out Snell, who was pitching a two-hit no, no shutout. And uh, everybody's bitching about it because now we're in the day of analytics. 
we're in the day of analytics and analytics to me can eat a dick up so would i'm i'm curious would these motherfuckers have pulled oral hershizer fernando valenzuela kurt gibson would they have taken these motherfuckers out because of analytics back in the day was nolan ryan would have body slammed his manager to try to take him out after he just gave up his second hit in a World Series. You can't tell me that that would not have happened. There would have been a major fucking beef out there. If Roger Clemens would have been pulled after giving up his second hit in a World Series and he's pitching a shutout, he would have choke slammed the manager. First of all, the manager wouldn't even went out there because he would have been so fucking scared to go out there and tell this motherfucker who's pitching a gym in the World Series you're coming out because the analytics said so. You have to be shitting me that analytics now have taken part of this whole thing. You're already the softest era ever, basketball, football, baseball. Now you want to add analytics to it? Man, just take away the pads. Take off the helmets. Take off the hard hats. All fouls are flagrants. Just make them all flagrant. I mean, goddamn. Why are we playing competitive sports with the best athletes in the world and paying them the most money ever? If we're depending on analytics and how... Soft, this game has become. We're just making it softer, man. You guys, you you fuckers that that sit there with pens and pads, man. This ain't Moneyball. By the way, Billy Bean has yet to win any fucking thing, Mister Analytical Money Saver. Watch Moneyball. Yeah, great fucking movie, man. Talks about the you know he, he Oakland big fishy little fish. Oakland's owner, that's a you problem. You don't want to break bread. You're making Billy Bean fucking turn over rocks to try to fucking get dudes that make 200 grand. When the Dodgers fucking ball boy makes 200 grand. Big fish eat little fish. Analytics ain't won shit yet, has it? If Billy Bean has won fucking five World Series, I would say, you know what? Analytics, fuck man, that's the way to go. I have yet to see a pen and paper win a Super Bowl, World Series, or an NBA championship yet. How did the analytics do with, uh, with the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard? How'd that work out this year, Doc? How'd that work out? Uh, all you analytic guys, hey man, we need rest. Kawhi, you stay in San Diego, we're going to need some rest. And it'll work out because analytics says so. Because you just won a championship last year in Toronto, and you need the rest. Let's let's do this. Tell Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Larry Bird that you're going to sit out and rest a certain amount of games and see if they didn't choke slam the fuck out of you. All these soft-ass analysts at nowadays, all these soft fucking people out here, analytics, announcers, media people are all pushing the soft narrative, man. 
they're all pushing this soft-ass narrative. And you wonder why our kids are softer than runny baby shit. And why the young coaches can't get a grasp on how to change that narrative and implement some fucking hard-nosed structured discipline that will permeate throughout the fucking program and will go home and resonate with the parent who's also soft as fuck and just allowed your kid to throw an eraser at the teacher and did nothing about it. But you wonder why the fuck we have what we have. You don't see 35 to 45-year-olds out there fucking looting in fucking Pennsylvania Walmart. Have you seen that? Motherfuckers running in and out of Walmart. There are 17 to 24-year-olds. That ain't about Black Lives Matter, dog. That's about you fucking lazy, soft fucks out there trying to get something for free. You enabled soft fucks. And you fucking media people and all you fucks out there, analytics, analysts, are pushing that fucking narrative, man. You guys are pushing that shit with your fucking soft... Cry, baby. Everybody owes me something attitude, man. (sighs) Fucking shame. I'm on a little rant today. Dodgers win it. Lakers win it. I don't know if the Rams can win it uh, with golf, but Rams win it, man. Shit, I got to play the lotto. Uh, Biggest story of the Dodgers game, though. Turner gets COVID during the game. That's I got if, if I'm one of these soft fucking analytic guys, I'm going to put LOL. I, I just laughed out loud, I guess. Um, so apparently they're covering it up by saying they tested last night, the night before. Test came back inconclusive because there are so many false tests, positives coming out, right? So here's my prediction before I finish the story. I think they're going to come out uh, false positive. Because the motherfuckers looked horrible after the game, right? Because Turner gets yanked in the ninth inning saying that you got you tested positive in the, during the second inning of the game. They call down the Dodger management ownership. They get to hold of the dugout and Roberts pull Turner out. Bellinger said he didn't even know fucking Ortiz caught the ball or who Rue is or whoever it was that ended up making a catch in the, in the ninth where it should have been Turner. He was like, where the fuck's Turner? They pull him out of the dugout. They go throughout the questions after they celebrate this World Series championship. And then an hour later, they're taking team photos, and Turner is in the team photos with no mask. (sighs) When are we going to get over this joke, man? When is this shit going to (laughs) end? This shit is comical. So they're going to say it's a false test. Or, or let me ask you this. Is everybody going to jump on a plane and fly back to L.A. tonight? Are they, did they test everybody? So he was good. He was back on the field. They said, fuck it, we'll all catch COVID because I want you to celebrate with the team. Is that what it was? If that was what it, tell me that's what it was because I, I would actually respect that. You know what, dog? Fuck the COVID. We'll stay here in the bubble. We'll fight the COVID if we all get it. And we wanted Turner to celebrate the victory that he helped us earn. I'd be like, fuck it. Go ahead. But you're the same organization, Major League Baseball, and players that bitched, moaned, and cried about you not getting enough money and you didn't play enough games or play too many games or whatever, and you ran this thing 
all the way into the NBA Finals and NFL season when you guys could have been done by July 4th. But you guys wanted to fucking keep doing this and string this out, and your ratings were shit. All the sporting ratings are shit right now. There's no fan base. There's literally, you want to talk about analytic motherfuckers? There's analytics out there that states people at home watch games when there's more fans in the crowd at the actual game than there is without. People at home actually want to see the fan interaction and how dumb motherfuckers act in the crowd than you think. There's actually data on that. So you're losing a lot of fucking base viewership, right? The Dodgers and Turner pull him out for COVID. He's back out there an hour later. So somebody didn't restrain him. Somebody didn't quarantine him. Something happened. (sighs) Is it not a slap in the face? They'll come back and say it's false positive. Well, if it is positive, don't bring your fucking asses back to L.A. Appreciate you guys winning it for us. But stay your asses out in fucking Houston. By the way, Houston or Texas and California have the most COVID positives going on right now. Obviously, we're the two most populous states in the world country, too. So we have like 70 million. They have like 40 million. And of course, you're going to have more fucking positives. There's more people here, right? <laughs> so anyway, <coughs> excuse me. Uh. I don't know. It's crazy. Danny Green says vets won't play in the NBA if they come back December 22nd. Here's my take on it. You know, me and Danny Green are boys. I love Danny Green. Great dude. Great fucking human, man. Salt of the earth. Much love for him representing the Slapdick brand and the Slapdick cigars and whiskey. Shout out to the world champion Los Angeles Lakers, 17-time champion. Uh, 17 banners to zero for the JV team that occupies the Staples Center with us. That's why the Los Angeles is the city of champs. Danny Green said that the vets won't come back. Listen, there's two perspectives on this. You could say, all right, you guys are soft. You guys make millions of dollars and they play a game for fun and make millions, some billions, right? Jordans, Kobe's, LeBron will be a billionaire, Shaq. There's been a few billionaires now. So... The opportunity is much greater for the, you than it is the average Joe working at Walmart. It's still a me. It's a you problem, though. Why hate on a cat that makes millions of dollars playing a sport just because you couldn't? I say baseball, you guys were soft because you do make the millions of dollars, but you earned the millions. I'm not saying you didn't, but don't say I need more money when there's people working at Walmart serving you your fucking food and groceries um, and they're serving it making $12, $15 an hour and risking their lives every day. And you guys come off with that shit. That's the difference to me between blue and white collar. And I don't care where you came from. If you don't understand that, even if you're now a millionaire, you are fucking enabled and you probably come from an affluent fucking backstory I agree with Danny Green in the sense that they just played and finished a season two weeks ago 
So you're basically going to be off roughly seven weeks and start up again in highly competitive sport when we still don't know what's up with the COVID and you still don't want to be bubbled. I know for sure. Danny told me himself out of his own mouth. He don't want to go into a bubble again. So I know that's the narrative and that's the team's, that's all the players' uh, rationale. I'm sure they don't want to go back in a bubble and play. They, he, they, it was horrible. He told me all kind of shit. He told me it was a bad juju and it was a horrible situation in the bubble. And that's why I don't agree with the asterisk. They went through some shit, man. I mean, I, I was hearing stories. I've heard stories. I'm not going to tell you from who and why and all that, but I know there was stories in there um, about different things. And health things, not COVID, but just other things, man. It probably plays a real big toll, takes a toll on your body, mentally, physically, emotionally, all that, right? So I don't, I agree. I wouldn't want to be in a bubble again. And then seven weeks later, I mean, fuck. The quality of life now you're questioning, even though you make millions, your quality of life making those millions is like, fuck, you, you know, would you would you go to jail and live in jail for life to be a billionaire? That's kind of how I equate it. How you going to, you know, kind of go from there. They say Danny came out yesterday and said, if I don't see LeBron playing for a month if, if they do come back December 22nd. Because, you know, Christmas Day game is going to be that money game. That's going to be the crowd. That's going to be the viewership, the high viewership. You're going to get the Lakers, Golden State, probably. I would bet money. Lakers, Clippers, or Lakers, Golden State? Because Golden State's back full throttle. Or you're going to get Golden State, Brooklyn. Because of KD Golden State situation and Lakers Clippers. Something like that, right? I think you're going to get one of those or, or Lakers Brooklyn, Clippers Golden State. Something like that you're going to get. Um, one of those scenarios. So it's going to be a very high viewer for viewership. And listen, man. Even though they make millions and they're asked to come back in December 22nd, I say you have to play because you make that money. That's that's that part of me saying that. The other side of it saying, you know what, they just fucking grinded and played and finished it out. Then the other side says, well, you guys were off four months too. So you didn't, even though you've played a year in, a, in straight, you guys were off for four months. So there's a lot of scenarios in this whole thing, man. If you really are sitting there looking at the totality of this whole big picture. And not some hater on Twitter just blabbing out shit, right? Danny knows the NBA and the players better than I do or you or anyone else. I'm not in that profession. I don't know shit. I'm not going to make a judgment or comment. All I'm saying is I think he understands it because I know him personally. I think he's a great human and understands the best interest for his players, his family, the teams, the players in the NBA, their families, and the league. He understands. Pretty smart fucking dude, I think. North Carolina grad, fucking holds all the records at North Carolina, has won three NBA championships, never had an issue off the field, court, um, gives back to the community in Canada and the United States. And shout out to Big Danny Green. Anyway, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, you know, I know they want that Christmas game, but, uh, you know, I wish, I hope they start after January, man, maybe February, just because, man, I don't want to see the stop and start. I don't want to see a bubble situation again either. And uh, I'm tired of the start and stop and living in this fear. 
Forget everything and run or fucking face everything and rise, man. That's the definition of fear. So I don't know. Um, we'll see how it all plays out, man. But big fish eat little fish, man. Uh, I got a new sponsor for the show. I want to give a shout out to Seattle Shirt Company, all right? And uh, I'm going to let them, uh, I'm going to give their, give their ad a shout here um, for the Slapdick Podcast. So I appreciate everybody listening. With shoppers buying everything online these days, um, getting those holiday gifts for family and friends going to be harder than ever. But no need to worry because our friends at Seattle Shirt Company have got us covered. Jay and the team have an unbelievable selection of NFL and NBA jerseys for everyone on your list. These jerseys are 100% authentic from current superstars like LeBron James to the all-time legends like Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Walter Payton. Seattle Shirt Company has it all. And right now for our listeners of the Slapdick Podcast, we have a special one-time only pre-Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. Everything you buy at seattleshirt.com is 30% off. Everything at seattleshirt.com is 30% off. So head to seattleshirt.com and enter the the code BELIEVABLE. So that is B-L-E-A-V. Believe. Enter the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout and get 30% off your entire order. Shipping is always free. Seattle Shirt Company, helping you get ready for the holidays a little bit early. Check it out, man. They got some legitimate ass attire. It fucking feels good, too. It ain't no shitty ass plastic jerseys. Um, so check it out. SeattleShirt.com. So listen, man, can I be real honest here? I, I got to be real honest to wrap this show up um, and talk about my little meat and potatoes of the show. All right. Why the fuck? Are we continuing to put our babies and kids at risk without any reward by playing football in college this year? Why the fuck are we continuing to be putting our kids at risk without any reward by playing college football this year? Can I fucking ask somebody? I want to say what you guys say. Um, uh, I want to ask for somebody. I'm asking for somebody or some whatever the fuck you guys say on Twitter. I'm curious because Wisconsin plays Nebraska. The quarterback's a kid I recruited out who I knew. I knew he was going to make it. But in Kansas, sometimes it's not a very highly recruited area. So when kids get overlooked quite a bit, you kind of, the JUCOs are always going to try to be on the best players in the state in our area, right? Geographically. Makes sense, right? Wisconsin played Nebraska. The quarterback there is a, is a kid named uh, Graham Mertz, okay? Graham Mertz played, when I found out about him, he was at a school in Kansas City area, Kansas, called Bishop Miege, okay? Bishop Miege, however you want to say it. He transferred. He was there behind another solid kid. He transferred to another school, a powerhouse. Both of these schools are powerhouses, a, a school called Blue Valley North, right in Overland Park, Kansas, very affluent area, rich area per capita. I believe it's like one of the richest towns in, in America. But anyway, transfers to Blue Valley North, Overland Park, Cal- uh, Kansas, and they play Nebraska. He, he, he incompletes one ball, which was like a catchable ball. Uh, he escaped the pocket, I believe, and threw across his body a little bit behind this tight end fullback type of guy. Anyway, he ended up like 20 or 21 for 22 or 20 for 21 and five touchdowns. 
And uh, lucky, you know, his backup got some play. Or unlucky. Because not only has Graham Mertz tested positive for COVID. His fucking backup has tested positive for COVID. And I believe the third stringer has tested positive for COVID. Now they're down to a fourth string. I believe it's a walk-on junior who's supposed to, supposedly going to play this weekend's game. And uh, today, just a few hours, we're at 9.30 on the West Coast here. I think about an hour ago, Wisconsin shut down operations in the facilities on campus. So they've had an outbreak of COVID, right? Well, the Houston Texans also shut down today. So if you guys haven't heard that one, like, fuck me, man. What are we doing? So I want you guys, all you fucking naysayers out there that are going to talk shit, give me the fucking rewards that these kids are getting by putting their fucking risk, by putting themselves at risk out there. Give me all the rewards that they can get. So let me hear them. I want to hear the rewards that when you're saying, oh, man. No, it's because it's you're fat fucking donut-eating non-helping motherfucking ass who helps nobody in the in the world he just sits there and eats fucking donuts he looks like fucking ben stiller on dodgeball at the end of the movie like fuck chuck norris right that's your ass right you want to be the guy who sits there eating this fucking donut drinking a coke that says i just want to watch football man you don't give a fuck about what's happening to that kid. Give me the rewards. I want to understand. He gets no pay. There's no fans there. There's not really a worthy fucking reason to go out there. You can't hear no crowd noise. You don't get to hear the adrenaline. You don't get to fucking get the adrenaline pumping like you would normally. There's no fans. He don't get no endorsements. And... COVID sidelines this kid for three weeks per the Big Ten rule. This kid has to sit out three weeks. Where is the reward? So now you just lost three weeks of film, NFL scout. Nah, fuck, we can't evaluate him. So hmm. now he comes back in three weeks and COVID hits again. I want to know what the reward is for these kids. And shame on you coaches for pushing this fucking shit on these babies. Having your best interest at heart, son, really goes out the window now in your recruiting pitches, don't it? You fucking kids out there, you have the mic in your hand. You better fucking either drop the mic or you better fucking turn the party. You better turn the club out. You have the platform, man. You have the fucking, you have the mic in your hand. You guys aren't really doing a lot with it. I think you're being told a lot of fucking uh, pipe you're being sold on a lot of pipe dreams man and uh, lucky I'm not your coaches right now and you guys better hope I don't become a coach again next year because I'm going to take every fucking player from every fucking school in America because you motherfuckers don't understand how to be genuine you don't you don't have it in you you don't know what it takes to fucking talk about real issues at the drop of a dime when they happen not 20 fucking days later and having needing your fucking publicist to make a release about it COVID has sidelined this kid for three weeks, and you're still, even though he's a white kid, I don't give a fuck. Every kid in this NCAA regime is working as slave laborers. 
The kid sits out for three weeks and Nick Saban comes back and coaches three days later? But he has a kid. This kid is 20 to 21 years old in the prime health of his life and he's out three weeks? Nick Saban is pushing 70 years old and comes back three days later. Who the fuck's defending the players here? So they don't get paid. They don't get mo- they don't get endorsements. There's no fans. They don't get any fucking benefit. But the 70-year-old that makes $9 million a year comes back three days later. The 20-year-old in the prime time shape of his life who gets zero dollars, who lives in a dorm-infested, COVID-infested dorms on campus, has to sit out three weeks. If this ain't the dumbest shit and nobody else wants to fucking talk about it, then blow this podcast up, start pushing it to everybody so they can hear this real shit. Because that's what the fuck this is. You motherfuckers don't want to talk about it because you have no fucking investment in this kid's lives and livelihoods and futures. You can say it all. Man, talk is cheap, dog. You motherfuckers all talk. Where's the fucking proof is in the action? You guys want to play so bad and you putting these kids at risk every fucking day without a reward. At least if I saw gold at the end of the tunnel, I would I would at least let me weigh this out with my family. There's no option. These kids aren't getting shit. This is only pushing back the possible players getting money even further. You want to talk about paying for scholarships or paying for fucking likeness? Nah, man, that's just getting pushed back even more. COVID's an excuse for all kind of shit now. Why coaches are pushing this shit is, is just blows my mind, man. Um, the best interest really goes out the window when you're recruiting, bro. I'm just going to tell you. What a joke, man. Players, you have the mic. What y'all going to do with it, man? Turn out the club, man, or drop that bitch. I'm just telling you. What are you going to do? Um, CDC and, and a bunch of different organizations came out. I don't know if you guys saw this, but... The normal, regular, yearly flu is down 98% globally. I kind of just want to drop the mic right now. The regular flu is down 98%. (laughs) And we're pulling Justin Turner out of the dugout in the World Series for COVID. Graham Mertz has to sit out three weeks. And Nick Saban can come back three days later. Where in the fuck... Do you, where's the middle ground in this deal? What is the real story? You wonder why when the cat is away, the mice play. Because nobody has a real definitive fucking answer to this whole thing. And you guys are fucking a mockery. And you're slapping every American in the face with lies and bullshit. And nobody's going to know nothing until November 3rd. And we're going to find out that it's all bullshit, and it's a flu on steroids. And the flu, the COVID, was created to eliminate the other flu. So possibly the pharmaceutical fucking companies probably will make trillions in a vaccine. And now, oh, the normal flu's gone. 98% down from the normal flu. But COVID now is the new flu. 
But there's still, even though I feel for the fucking deaths, man. I, it's not a political show here, okay, first of all. But I do feel for the people that have died, the 200 plus thousand in America. It's still 0.0001% of the population, man. And I hate to say it. It's, I know it's older people and we've lost grandparents, uncles, and, and, and aunties. I get it, dog. I, nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to see death. But at what point are we going to fight this shit? You're wondering why. Man, I'm done talking about it. It's a joke. It seems like the rich get richer, the poor get poor, the middle's being cut out. There's no fucking real definitive answer on anything. Nobody has a true story. Nobody can tell you the real deal. I wish we can give every fucking politician and fucking crooked priest out there the truth serum because we would know the real real quick. And a kid like Zach Mertz and his Wisconsin teammates are fucked three weeks because the Big Ten put in these protocols after they start the season two months after the SEC. But yet Nick Saban can come back three days later. This kid sits out three weeks, yet he makes no money, has to re-instill himself in the fucking dorm population. Nick Saban lives in his mansion, $9 million, and you wonder why this is a called Big Fish Eat Little Fish. That's the world we live in, man. You either get used to it and fucking accept it and take it, or you're going to stand and fight it. Hey, you guys got choices to make. For the Real Coach JB, stay safe. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better fight a guy, man, I'm just telling you. Coach, I don't wanna fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me.